three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. And I have a... I'm going to try to keep this under 15 minutes. I've got a review here for uh, for Like a Boss, which... Uh, if you guys have listened to the podcast over the last month, you know I was not excited to go see this. Uh, this movie is directed by Miguel uh, Arteta, who has a really random fucking filmography he directed uh cedar rapids with uh, ed helms and ed helms fine whatever um he uh he directed youth in revolt with uh, sorry youth in revolt with uh, michael Sarah. he went ahead and directed <coughs> pardon me uh in good company that movie with uh with uh, uh topher grace and he directed the good girl a movie with uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, John C. Riley, and Jennifer Aniston. So it's kind of random. Oh, but that's right. I did forget to mention he did also direct Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, Not Good, Very Bad Day, which he was also a screenwriter on. So that's that's something. Here's the thing about this movie. I am not a Tiffany Haddish fan. I make no qualms or apologies for the fact I think she's terrible. I don't understand why everyone is so just, I know she's the it girl right now. Everyone loves her. I saw her in Girls Trip. I thought she was good in Girls Trip. I think Girls Trip is a, it's a better film uh, than it should be. If you haven't listened to our review, that is actually a review that is up. Uh, Feel free to check that out. But going into this, I was really expecting to hate it. I was expecting to be tortured. I was really expecting another night school. And if I can give the movie credit for one thing, it's the fact I did not get a night school uh, vibe from this. Uh, again, not saying a lot, but considering what I thought I was going to get, th- that that's it, this was a little better than that. Uh, so the, the shorthand version of this is you've got Tiffany Haddish uh, playing uh, Mia, and you've got Rose Byrne, who... If you've listened to the podcast, I've mentioned the show a couple times. If you have not watched uh, Damages, I'm a huge fan of that show. I think she, uh, Rose Byrne is just incredible. Uh, that's actually the first thing I saw her in. But between, you think about the Insidious movies, you think about her in Bridesmaids, you think about her in, Neighbor, in Neighbors and Neighbors, uh, Sorority Rising, and in Spy, where she's the villain... Rose Byrne's got a lot of range. That's one of the things I really love about her. Um, obviously, she's absolutely stunning. And the the big positive, the big thing that this movie, I think, will have women kind of go, all right, this isn't bad, is the fact that Mia and Mel's relationship, the movie does a good job, admittedly, using the uh, trope of, you know, of a... Uh, Oh my gosh! Why I'm I'm just losing my train of thought. Uh, using uh, using you know a montage to go ahead and let you know, hey, they've been best friends since they were basically in high school. Uh, Mia's mom died. They don't say what from. They kind of hint at cancer, but they went ahead. They've been going through all this stuff together. They're best friends, and so they start this 
uh, this makeup company uh, or cosmetics company. Uh, uh, I think I think they call it. Uh, I think they call it Mel and Mia, or Mia and Mel. Doesn't really matter. But they start this company. They're in debt because it seems like, and they don't come right out and tell you, but it does seem like. Mia, she's the ideas person. Mel's the one who kind of deals more with the financial side of everything. It seems like Mia, they don't say she's cut corners, but maybe she's not charging the right amount for everything like she should be. Because it seems like Mia does have a big heart. And I do appreciate this about Tiffany Haddish's character. Because in night school, they give you kind of a glimpse of her being you know, really caring about her students and wanting them to succeed, but then she falls into the, you know, the slapstick, you know, the loud Tiffany Haddish trope that she's kind of become famous for. What I appreciate about her in this is that Rose Byrne is there to balance her out, and so their chemistry really carries a lot of this. Uh, there's a scene early on in the movie where one of their, uh, one of their friends, um, had has just have had a just had a kid and they're kind of sitting there talking in the nursery with the kid you know they're uh asleep and mia lights up a blunt which i went hey good for you 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 <laughs> like go ahead so the the concept of smoking in a nursery alone is like what the hell are you doing but they end up mia ends up dropping it i think it's mia or it's mel they end up dropping the the roach into the baby's crib, and so it falls right by the baby's face, and so it looks like the baby is asleep smoking, which I will admit, I laughed really hard at that. I went, okay, yes, dumb joke, absolutely, but what can I say? A solid weed joke, that'll get me. And that's going to be really kind of dependent on your enjoyment, I think, of this movie, because a lot of this is almost, and I know I'm going to have some guys go, what the hell, it's very almost Three Stooges-esque, since that it's so slapstick at points, you're kind of tilting your head going, okay, you, you've established this is the quote, real world, unquote. I'm having a really hard time believing that 95% of this stuff would happen without someone getting sued or arrested. You have to just kind of go, all right, am I willing enough to be entertained to let some of this stuff slide? Tiffany Haddish does have a line, and, and, and I do appreciate the fact that... I, I think Tiffany Hash with her character, sometimes it goes a little overboard, but I do appreciate the fact that Mia is, like, a single woman. She's out there, you know, she's out there hooking up, and they're not treating it like a bad thing, which, which, it should be the norm anyway, but the fact that we are getting more movies with women actually going out and having one-night stands and, you know, not having people throw Bibles at them. Uh, that, hey, that's progress. Small progress, but progress. And, I was mid-sipping my beer, and Tiffany Haddish, she drops this line talking about how she had a wet dream about Barack Obama, and I was like, wait, what? And I won't ruin the rest of the joke, but it did actually make me laugh because it's absurd where they go ahead and uh, it, it kind of end with that joke. And the other thing is, the other thing too, so they have their cosmetics company, they're in debt, as I mentioned. Uh, Salma Hayek comes along, and Salma Hayek playing Claire Luna, I, I guess you kind of equate her to, you know, like, owning, like, Macy's or Maybelline, like, something to that effect, and so she wants to go ahead and invest 1.7 mil into the company, so basically wiping out their debt, but then owning, I want to say it's 49, yeah, it's 49% 
of uh, 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 of uh, Mel and Mia, and so it's just a, it's just a ticking clock from there, you know, because she goes ahead and puts this uh, provision in the contract saying, "Oh, well, if you guys have a fight or if one of you quits, then I get control and stake in your company." So of course she's gonna go ahead and try to go manipulate them and try to get them to fight and. It, that's one of the big problems I do have with the movie, is that these women have been friends, they say, for at least 20 years. It's very, you know, they built this company together. They, they're best friends. They live together. Uh, Mia's mom, when she died, left Mia the house. So Mel and Mia stay together. They're roommates. So they've, they've really built their lives and their company and their brand together. So it's very... It's a very hard pill to swallow when... Claire is able to manipulate them so easily into fighting that that's really where I went eh, okay movie it, very irritating if I'm being completely honest um I appreciate the fact that uh uh Karan uh, Sony uh aka Dupinder from Deadpool was in this he was hilarious because he's kind of her underling like her, uh, uh her assistant and they have some good chemistry back and forth. I cannot find his character's name anywhere online for some reason. So, sorry about that. But he's he's really funny in this. And I really like seeing him in more stuff outside of Deadpool. Because I think he has very good comedic timing. And Selma Hayek, I will say, she's having fun reveling and just playing this absolute bitch. Because there's never that point. And I appreciate this. There's never that point where she makes that turn. Where she goes, oh, your guys is friendship is so sweet i want to go ahead and help you guys out just out of the goodness of my heart she's a bitch through and through and i actually appreciate that because having her make that flip would be the obvious uh kind of trick to to pull near the end of this and the movie doesn't do that so i'll give the movie credit for that another thing i'll give the movie credit for is billy porter is in this and he plays a uh, barrett and he uh he works with mel and mel and mia he's been working at the store really uh, they, I believe they say since it's opened. So he's been with them in the trenches, you know, since day one. And there is a scene that I wish they hadn't put in the trailer where he goes ahead and gets fired uh, because Claire goes, "Hey, you know, you don't need him to mix your uh, cosmetics anymore. We're gonna go ahead and be mass producing it." And I, his whole scene of him getting fired. Again, they show it in the trailer. Really, really, really wish they hadn't. But he does his whole clap, uh, his whole clap back of "Watch me leave." And I, I, I'm blanking on the actual line, uh, but uh, witness, my witness my moment. Thank you. Uh, that that was a layup. If you have any of that, but he like claps and then goes outside and like falls against the window. It's very dramatic, but I was dying. I went, "This is wonderful." Uh, that, that was funny to me, and he has a lot of just natural charisma. I'd like to see him in more stuff. Um, here's the thing. This really isn't a deep movie. Uh, shocking, I know. <laughs> but uh, there are some one-liners that I did uh, l laugh really hard at. Uh, Mia and Mel have this argument with their friend's grandmas. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Mia, she says that the grandma looks like she's straight off the Quaker Oaks box. That... I was missing my beer, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, that that actually wasn't that actually wasn't bad. Um, Mia has this thing like I talked about, where she's having these one night stands. She hooks up with this dude, and talks about how uh, Harry uh, 
the irony that the guy she's sleeping with named Harry, he isn't Harry, but he's smooth like a CPR doll. Again, these really random things where you tilt your head and go, wait, what? It felt like there wasn't a script for this, and I almost mean that as a compliment, because the movie just has to get from point A to point B. Again, not a deep script at all, but I really did appreciate the fact that they gave Mia, uh, uh, Mia and Mel, Roseburn, Tiffany Haddish, they gave them room to improv and just kind of let their friendship do the work. And if you don't buy into the friendship, I don't think you'll like this movie. I, I think you'll be really, if I'm being completely frank, pissed off leaving the theater. My bar for this, and maybe this is why I just enjoyed it more, my bar for this was so fucking low. And I just went, oh god, going in, I was really concerned because I saw 1917 before this. And so, <laughs> I really went in going, oh god, this is going to be really upsetting. And to the credit of the film, I did laugh. Uh, there, there are only maybe five people in my theater, including myself. There was this couple who was in the same row as me. And the guy just looked like he wanted to be anywhere but there. He just looked like he was being just tortured. She was laughing her ass off. She just seemed like she was having so much fun. Uh... It was really funny, too. They showed the new trailer for Birds of Prey, and he just... I don't know if he just had a bad day or if he was just not feeling any of this, but that last Birds of Prey trailer, he just went, oh, that looks shitty uh, after they played it, which yeah, he's not wrong, but uh, we'll get there at some point. But here's the thing. Um, there is a line that Mia has that she says to Mel that actually got me a little, I was like, oh. And it felt like the most Tiffany Haddish has acted in a minute. She flat out says, you're my you're my ride or die. When my mom passed, I wouldn't have made, uh, made it without you. And I just kind of went, oh, all right. That, that's 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 kind of sweet. There, there is um, there is a scene where they uh, they talk about this new makeup they're trying to launch because Claire is saying, "Hey, I need a new product. I need a new product. Let's go, let's go." And they uh, they go ahead and present this new makeup line called uh, called a Pride, I believe is what it's called. And just a video about having pride in your best friend, like and about you know womanhood and supporting each other. I went, you know, all right, that's 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 cute. Like I don't I don't hate this. Um, there is this whole subplot where they have to compete with these bros, uh, who are basically, uh, almost like Dennis Feinstein from Parks and Rec, basically, uh, where they just are, they're just all about, uh, objectifying women and making them look so, like, uh, using, like, you know, advertising, like, very promiscuous, and that storyline just kind of goes nowhere, shocker, but... I, I think for me the one the other thing outside of this movie really just being very much point A to point B is there is a scene where they're competing with those uh, those bros basically who run their own company and me and Mel go ahead and talk about how hey we went ahead we just uh, we went ahead and enhanced uh, what makes her beautiful we're not hiding her flaws that's a big thing with their company. And the guys are just like, oh, yep, we covered her. She, uh, we covered up her wrinkles and all this. She looks like a mannequin doll, basically. And all these women go like, yay, she looks like a mannequin. She doesn't look real. And and that made me go, okay, that's that's a bad message that you're sending right here. So, uh, I mean, of course they don't win in the end. Shocker. But it's still just one of those things that did take me out of the movie. Damn it, I went over 15 minutes. I had a feeling. But, uh 
but here's the thing, guys. If you liked something like Night School, first off, you're dumb. But if you if you like Night School, this is way better than Night School for me, at least. I never found myself squirming in my seat wanting to leave. There are definitely points where I just rolled my eyes and went, okay, that was dumb. But Rose Byrne and Tiffany Haddish, their, their chemistry, it really works way better than it has any right to. And their chemistry really is, it's sweet at points. Uh, when they have the whole, uh, of course, inevitable you know, breakup fight, you could really only say the things that you could say to someone and cut that deep if they were your best friend of over a decade. And I appreciate how they kind of leaned into that. And of course, when they make up, it is uh, make up. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, when they when they make up, I did actually find it sweet. So, and the resolution to this movie, while they do kind of telegraph it, and I I won't say what it is. I mean, it's not a spoiler, but I whatever. But I will say when I got to the end of the movie, I went, you know what? If I saw that on TV, I would have been like, all right, like that's fine. Uh, I won't own this, shocking, but it, it's it's cute enough that it's it's more harmless than anything. If you have a if your girl, your significant other wants to go see this, you could do. Look, we're coming up in February. I think Birds of Prey. There is a world where Birds of Prey is as bad as this, if not worse. So, I mean, take that for what you will. But yeah, for what this was, this was this was pretty cute. So. Uh, okay, agreed. I'm gonna give this a C minus. Just because I think if you red box this, or again, if I caught this on TV, I wouldn't have been mad. I would have been like, you know what? Alright, fair enough. So, yeah, C minus, guys. Um, but yeah, this, this was not torturous, and I have to give the movie credit for that. So, there you go. So, guys, uh, like a boss, have you seen it? Don't know why you, why you would have, but maybe you have. Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and follow us on uh, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real. That's R E E L O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate your support. We'll have reviews up this weekend for Bad Boys for Life, which I am so excited for. And then we'll also have review up as well for. <laughs> we'll have review up for Doolittle because I'm the only one out of all of us seeing that because no one, everyone, uh, Colin was like, "Yep, baby, don't need to see it." I'm like, "All right, fine." So that is unfortunately going to be just me seeing that on Thursday night. But uh, well, we'll see how it is. There's a dragon, which I don't understand why, but there you go. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.